Well, hello and welcome to the Brian Hornback 30. Yes, this is episode 58. 58. And uh, we are, this is the Brian, Horn, formerly the Brian Hornback podcast, but it's now the Brian Hornback 30. Here's the reason that I call, I'm calling it the Brian Hornback 30. Podcast was too generic. Uh, and I'm going to keep everything to 30 minutes or less. So it's the Brian Hornback 30. So, uh, this evening, January 31st of 2022, uh, governor Bill Lee announced his, had his, um, state of the state address. That's what it was. It was the state of the state address. Uh, if you go to brianhornback.com, you'll find the link to his actual speech and you'll also find a link to a one pager, uh, that is his, um, it's an overview of his, uh, fiscal year 2022 three proposed budget uh fiscal year 23 that starts july 1 of 2020 runs through june 30th of 2023 that's why it's called the fiscal year 23 budget um just some quick things here's here's what you can find uh, on that link you'll also find a photograph of this on brianhornback.com as well um but anyway uh where each tax dollar goes, 41 cents of every dollar goes to education. 24 cents goes to health and social services. Uh, nine cents goes to law, safety, and corrections. Eight percent, eight cents goes to general government. Seven cents goes to transportation. Five cents then goes to our cities and counties. Four cents goes to resources and regulation. And then two cents goes to business and economic development. Uh, that's where every... If this $52.6 billion budget's passed, that's where every uh, tax dollar will go. Uh, new allocations. Um, he's going to spend $8.085 billion in new allocations. $1 billion is going to K-12 education and continuing um, um, CTE. Uh, and that's a 13% uh of, of, that's one billion. Um, is that's thirteen percent of the eight point oh eight five billion dollars in new allocations. One billion of that's going to K twelve. One point nine billion is going to higher education and CTE career technical education. Uh, five hundred and five hundred forty five million dollars or seven percent of that's going to health and social services. $602 million or 7% is going to law and safety. Uh, $627 million or 8% of the new money is going to transportation and infrastructure. Uh, $922 million is going into the rainy day fund and debt and liability reductions. Uh, $1.6 billion is going into capital improvements. And then $795 million is going into what we call the other category. Um so, uh, some things that, uh, where that $1 billion in K-12 education is going, uh, they're committing, um, to crafting an updated K-12 education funding formula. Now we have a 30 day, uh, a 30 year, not a 30 day. We have a 30 year, uh, BEP basic education program funding that a lot of folks have complained about a lot of folks in, Shelby County, Davidson County, Knox County have complained about it. Even when I was on the school board 20 years ago, we complained about it because um, 
we have some of the uh, more expensive and um, issues than, say, the rural areas, and we have more students than the rural areas. Uh, but then the rural areas say, you know, we're not getting as much money as the other. You know, so the BEP funding has been more, there's been more money per student going to the rural districts uh, because the the larger municipalities, the larger school systems are doing more things. They're, they're, they're putting in more programs than the rules, rural areas. And so that's costing more. Okay. Um, Cause the idea was a basic education program. Okay. Well, Knox County, Davidson County, Shelby County, the larger districts um, haven't been, they've been doing more than the basic education. So the idea was the state was going to pay a basic education. That's the way it was created 30 years ago. Uh, but you know, obviously that system uh, is somewhat flawed. Uh, but um, one billion dollars in new funds are great. But what are the strings that are going to be attached to that? One thing he said today, I'm getting off script a little bit. Uh, I don't operate off a of script. I'm operating off the press release notes that the governor, um, the governor's staff sent out. Um, but one of the things that's um, that he said was that they're going they're they're going to pay for each student. And and pay more for those students that have issues, you know, disabilities, special needs, and that's all well and fine. I mean, you know, in some of the some of the rural areas, uh, the dollars break down about seven thousand dollars per student. In Knox County, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of I think four thousand, forty five hundred. Or last time I looked at those numbers, that's where we were at, right? But um, obviously, um. That's, you know, that's, 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 you know, if, if they're going to pay the same dollars for each student, then that's great. What I heard there though, is that that's really going to get close because it said wherever, you know, that'd be the same dollars, no matter where the kids went to school. Well, that's, you know, if you're talking about public schools, okay, great. You know, then, then you're going to spend the same dollars and, whether your kid goes to Roan County Schools, Blount County Schools, Maryville City Schools, Knox County Schools, but um, with this with this governor, who I like, by the way, um, and this General Assembly, which I like a lot of them, not necessarily all of them. Um, there's going to be there's going to be some interesting dollars there because I think you'll see the um, I think you'll see the um, the voucher issue and how those dollars are following the kids to the private schools but anyway 750 million dollars in recurring increase for K through 12 uh, education funding formula since the new formula, will not commence until fiscal year uh, 24, which means it'll start July 1 of 23. Uh, these funds will be utilized in fiscal uh, 23 for career technical education improvements in high schools and middle schools. That's $500 million. Moving all 14 public schools out of floodplains. The governor talked about the flood that happened in Waverly, Tennessee. 
uh, over in middle, close more toward the west. That flood happened on a Saturday. And the governor talked about when he went in and saw the school and he saw all the backpacks and everything pushed up against the the floodwaters and it pushed everything up against the door. Um, and he said in his speech that had those kids been in school, uh, we would have lost a lot of kids. A lot of kids would have died in, in the matter of about 10 minutes because of that flood in Waverly. Uh, so we got 14 public schools that are currently in floodplains. We're going to spend $200 million to get those 14 public schools out of floodplains or flood zones and give and spark grants of $50 million. Propose a new law that will ensure parents know what materials are available to students in their libraries. I thought everybody knew what was in their libraries, but obviously we have the issue of the book being banned down in McMinn County, McMinn or Megs, one of those down around Athens. Uh, proposing new legislation to make computer science and coding available to every high school student in Tennessee. $2.5 million to expand the Future Workforce Initiative. Formalizing a partnership with Hillsdale College to expand their approach to civics education and K-12 education in Tennessee. Um, $124.7 million to provide a well-deserved increase in the, the teacher salary pool. One other thing he said was that when they say that there's going to be a pay raise for teachers, there will be a pay raise for teachers. I don't know how he's going to, I don't know how he and the legislature are going to tie the, the strings um, to make that happen. But he pledged that, that, that would happen. Uh, 25 and a half million in reoccurring funding to continue successful summer learning camps. Uh, something that's been going on really since the whole, the whole COVID situation. 16 million in reoccurring and 16 million in non-reoccurring to the charter schools facility fund to increase the number of high quality charter schools. Again, charter schools, uh, a little bit different. I mean, charter schools are schools that bring it, that, that, uh, help, um, that local school districts, uh, accept the charter schools, uh, into their, into their county. Uh, higher education, $90 million to fully fund the outcomes-based formula, enabling a 0% tuition increase for public universities. Uh, $200 million for TCAT infrastructure investments to help double the skilled workforce by 2026. $72 million uh, to complete the Oak Ridge Initiative Institute. It's a partnership with UT to invest in data science and technology, advanced materials, and outcomes-based applications. Um, you can read the rest of those um, under higher education. Uh, all these po bullet points are on brianhornback.com. Uh, adding 100 uh, highway patrol troopers, uh, 20 TBI, uh, Tennessee Bureau of Investigation agents, and 25 uh, Tennessee Bureau of Investigation forensic science personnel. So that's a total of 50 new personnel going to TBI. Um, uh, half of the number uh, that are that the highway patrol is getting. So the highway patrol is getting a hundred TBI is getting uh 45. I'm sorry, not 50. Um, and then um, going to be spending some money on a multi-agency law enforcement training Academy. Um, also going to spend uh 28.4 million, 28.4 million uh, to fully fund the correctional officer salary changes. Uh, then go, moving on into rural Tennessee, uh, $82 million to reimburse public hospitals for uncompensated care. Um, that really will help, I think, in some of the 
especially for the rural areas that still have a hospital. A lot of the hospitals have moved out of the rural areas. Um, healthy Tennessee going to have a 25 and a half million to provide adult dental benefits for 610 Tennesseans eligible, eligible for 10 care. Um, Supporting families going to expand the 10 cares health health starts initiative to put an even greater emphasis on maternal health and holistic care for mothers and children. Uh, infrastructure modernization. They're going to accelerate the improve act. Remember the improve act was the increased gas tax uh, and invest in transportation projects to ensure economic opportunity. Um, 4 million enhanced litter cleanup on Tennessee highways. Um, Put those inmates out there. That's my that's my answer. Get those inmates out there picking up litter. Um, it don't cost us nothing. Only thing that costs us is a couple of uh, give them a two days served for each day they pick up litter. Uh, growing that's my soapbox. Growing Tennessee, uh, one hundred three million to fast track program, ensuring the Tennessee Department of Economic and Community Development has the tools to recruit and retain top companies to call Tennessee home. He talked a lot about, um, in his speech, he, he uh, pointed out some folks that had moved here from California and some uh, uh, highway patrolmen who had um, come here from Iran, or Kurdish. And, you know, that's all well and good, but part of my Tennessee roots tells me that some of those people could just stay where they're at or go somewhere else um so uh let's see uh, beautiful tennessee 40 million to invest in environmental cleanup including national priority list sites 28 million to eliminate the deferred maintenance backlog at state parks uh asset management two point higher education general government capital improvements over the next several years uh that's uh i think in, in higher education they're going to spend some money uh, to really help uh, Tennessee State University with some of their uh, buildings that are pretty deplorable from what I understand. And that's kind of the highlights. But anyway, there was a lot of, lot of the legislators gave him a lot of applause. Um, his speech was interrupted several times by, by them applauding and, and uh, giving him a standing ovation. Uh, I do, I do believe that he, uh, he, he properly uh, recognized the first lady and some of the work that she's been doing on, um, on helping to provide food, uh, both for um, seniors and, and those that uh, don't have much, uh, especially kids. Um, and so the first lady's work has, has been really phenomenal. So that kind of gets us caught up on the governor's, um, Tennessee governor's state of the state address. Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor. I saw on YouTube where he um, gave his state of the state tonight, but I don't live in Florida. But um, I might watch it sometime when I'm bored, maybe. Um, but what's going on? Uh, this has been a pretty crazy month. Um, I will say that... Um, you know, we're about 17 days now away from the filing deadline for the May 3rd primary. Um, Larson J., the county commissioner for 
at large seat 10 did not think that he had a Republican opponent. Uh, Christine Cruz had, had been planning to run and then, uh, she's kind of backed out. I think she realized that, you know, she could be more effective, um, being a community activist, uh, than actually being a candidate. Uh, but Steve Weiner, a, um, a local judge, a local, local judge, he had won, he had initially announced that he was running for judge, but, um, he, uh, came in second, uh, when the County commission, uh, put a citizen representative on the board of health. Um, he got beat out by one vote. Uh, it was a six vote for, uh, Rome, uh, Miss Roma, who actually is the citizen representative on the board of health. And then, uh, attorney steve weiner had gotten five votes on the final ballot uh that was a meeting that went into the wee morning early early hours uh, of a county commission meeting back last year uh, but mr weiner has now announced that he's going to run for um he's going to challenge larson jay in the republican primary um so that will be interesting um i believe the uh, concord farragut Republican club, uh, had, had scheduled in January to have, uh, the two Republicans, Kim Frazier and her opponent and Larson J as their speakers in January. But we had inclement weather on the first third. We had forecasted inclement weather on the first Thursday of January. Um, and so they had to postpone, they postponed that meeting. And so they're going to have those three come speak um this coming thursday uh the first thursday of february and uh they're also going to have the three candidates for chancellor that would be uh the current chancellor uh uh clarence eddie pridemore um dino cole and uh richard bud armstrong uh, i would assume that they're going to go ahead and let steve weiner in as well uh, since the idea is to have all the people running in the Republican primary for um, seats 10 and 11, and um, Steve had not officially gotten in. Uh, I actually, BrianHornback.com is actually the entity that broke that news last week that Steve Weiner was going to run for that. Uh, I since have talked to Steve. What happened was I'd gotten a flyer from multiple people, uh, not from Steve Weiner, uh, and not from his campaign because he had not actually started a campaign yet. Um, but uh, there's going to be an event at the square room. And so the flyer was encouraging people to come to that to help support Steve Weiner, a conservative against Larson J. And so after I'd gotten that flyer from multiple people within the course of just a, just the course of a few minutes, uh, probably an hour, uh, last Wednesday, uh, I went ahead and went with it on my website because I had multiple sources that confirmed it. Um, and, um, I then talked to Steve Weiner on Thursday and he in indicated that, yes, uh, he had originally thought about running for commission, but Christine Cruz was running and he didn't really reconsider his decision until after he found out that Christine was not going to run. Uh, so he then uh, decided to then run against um, Larson J in the Republican primary. So what we do know about Steve Weiner is he's an attorney. 
We know that he ain't afraid to go to a two hour meeting because he wanted to be the, he was willing to serve as the citizen representative on the board of health, which was a meeting that lasted till about two o'clock in the morning. He stayed uh, and went through the interview process, went through the election process, came in, as I said, he had five votes versus Miss Roma's six votes. Um, so he's willing to do the job. He's capable of doing the job. Uh, and so there will be a Republican primary between Larson J and Steve Weiner. Uh, again, Kim Frazier, community activist in the Hardin Valley community. Um, she has an opponent. Uh, so we'll have a good Republican, um, race for those two at-large seats. Um, the other races are kind of shaping up now. It looks like Tony Stansberry uh, will likely be unopposed, which is good news. Uh, Tony's been a, a very good General Sessions judge. Um, Judd Davis and Sharon Frankenberg in the Republican primary, Judd was appointed uh, a General Sessions judge by county commission to fill the uh, remaining term for Judge Je- Jeff Emery, General Sessions Judge Division Two, and so the only other contested uh, judge race we have is um, the three candidates running for chancellor. That would be um, for the position that Eddie Pridemore beat the Democrat eight years ago. So Eddie Pridemore, Dino Cole, and Richard Bud Armstrong, um, and then um, from there. Um, the other interesting races that are shaping up is the sheriff, Tom Spangler, and, and former sheriff Jimmy J.J. Jones um, is is an interesting race. Uh, don't uh, Mike Hammond uh, and Charlie Cisano and uh, Eric Lutton, the, um, Mike Hammond is criminal court clerk. Charlie Cisano is the circuit court clerk. Eric Lutton's the public defender. Sharm Allen is the district attorney. Um, Sherry Witt is the county clerk. Nick McBride is the registered deeds. Uh, Ed Shouse, our trustee, is not running, but um, a 16-year uh, employee of that de- of that department uh, and also former or current uh, vice chairman of the county commission and. Uh, County Commission uh, at large, seat 11, Justin Biggs. He's not running for commission again. He's running for trustee. Um, All of those appear to be unopposed at this point. Um, And so um, I think they're all doing a good job. Obviously, there's some issues going on at the Sheriff's Department. Morale's at an all-time low. uh, And just a difference of opinion on on how to run that department. So uh, that will all be vetted out at some point. Uh, school board is going to be real interesting. Those races are now becoming partisan again. We haven't seen partisan races since about 90, about 92, 94, 96, somewhere in that neighborhood. You know, the, some of those races are in the, some of those races are in the, um, they're staggered now, uh, just like the commission is now staggered because school board's always been staggered. So you got four races up this year. Uh, you got three of them that are not running for re-election in the first district. Evity Satterfield is not running again in the seventh district. Um, Patty Bounds is not running again. Uh, you got two individuals running in the seventh right now. In the first, you've got a Democrat and independent, a couple of independents maybe, and a Democrat in the first. Uh, no Republican that I know of in the first. Uh, in the fourth, you have a 
couple of Republicans. Will Edwards is already uh, out and about. Um, and then a Scott Whaley's picked up a petition. Uh, got a Democrat, uh, Catherine Bike, in the fourth. Um, then in the um, seventh, you got uh, Sherry Garrett and uh, Steve Triplett in the seventh. Then you have a independent Dominique Oakley who just turned in her petition today. Uh, in the ninth, you have Christy Christie, who's a Republican, who's the current school board chair. And you have a gentleman who's got a petition out there against her on the Republican side. You have a Democrat. I think you might have an independent. I'm not sure. And then the other commission races that you have out there is in the um, is in the third, which is a seat that Randy Smith is uh, term limited on. Gina Oster's unopposed in the Republican primary. And then you have one in the seventh with uh, attorney Rhonda Lee versus um, Chuck Severance in the seventh so far. Um, so it's shaping up to be an interesting uh, 2022. Um, and um, we'll see how it goes. So I think that's going to just about conclude it. it was, information was fast and furious. Again, go to brianhornback.com. Uh, check out the one pager that kind of gives you the highlights, the the float, the charts about the governor's proposed budget for twenty fiscal year twenty three, uh, and also some of those bullet points that I went over uh, about where some of the the new stuff's going to come from. Uh, and um, again, it's the Brian Hornback thirty, and uh, we're going to be here just a little less than thirty but I promise to never go over 30. So that is my commitment to you going forward. Uh, this is the 58th episode of the Brian Hornback 30, and I promise you will never go over 30. So um, all the good sitcoms were 30 minutes or less. Um, actually, that was with commercials. Uh, WKRP in Cincinnati, Dr. Johnny Fever died of complications from colon um surgery uh this weekend uh that's very sad uh but some some of my some of the greatest shows that I, I grew up watching and even some of the greatest shows today are all within 30 minutes so i think uh if you'll commit to stay with me um no more than 30 minutes then i pr i promise to give you great information good information um and um and try not to let you down so again it's the brian hornback 30 Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for checking out brownhornback.com. Check me out on Twitter, mega underscore bullhorn. Uh, or you can also check me out on Twitter at brownhornback. Uh, on Facebook, uh, you can find me at brownhornback.com. Spell that out, D-O-T-C-O-M, brianhornback.com, D-O-T-C-O-M. Same on Instagram, brianhornback. Spell it out, D-O-T-C-O-M. And um, you can find me on a lot of different socials. So, again. Uh, if you're uh, wherever you're listening to this or watching this, if you're watching on YouTube, give us a like, give us a subscribe, share it. If you're uh, on podcast streams and you can give us a, uh, and you can subscribe. Fantastic. If you can give us a like, if you can give us a review, fantastic. Uh, but uh, again, Brian Hornback 30 coming to you and we'll be back again real soon. Y'all have a great one.